Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend, the Raging Bull, Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation.
everyone. Welcome to WCW Retro. I'm your host of the evening, Papa Stro, the maestro of wrestling. And tonight, WCW Retro, this is the place to be, folks. We talk about past, present, future professional wrestling, but so much more. You never know what's going to call in. It's after fun. Uh, always a great time right here on WCW Retro. And tonight, this is a very special night because this is Brett the Hitman Heart Night. So we'll be talking about the career and highlights of the legendary Hall of Famer, Brett the Hitman Hart. And if you have any uh, great uh, Bret Hart stories you'd like to share or moments, please call in anytime to tonight's live WCB Retro Podcast at 914-338-1885. Once again, the number is 914-338-1885. I I know Bret and the Hart family has uh, very much influenced my career over the years and as well as many others. Um, uh, most notably, the Day Stars, too. Uh, FTR is a perfect example of, of the Bret Hart influence, uh, plus many more uh, stars of the day that were that are still being influenced by Bret the Hitman Hart. Uh, so I uh, hope we can touch on that, plus so much more, plus more wrestling news, as always. Uh, before we get to the callers tonight and talk Bret the Hitman Hart, uh, I'd like to make a few announcements and shout-outs, if you will. First off, uh, Masters of Ring Entertainment, mastersofringentertainment.com, Fish with Special Friends, official Special Friends.com, uh, Call It For Alley Club, uh, find out what they're up to. they got a big event coming up in September. Uh, Call It For Alley Club.org, or, or, or RG, excuse me. Um, also, uh, uh, social media roundup for as yours truly. Uh, my official website is thestro.com, T-H-E-S-T-R-O.com. Merchand- my merchandise page, thestro.com, slash merchandise. Get your favorite Papa Stro merch today. Um, uh, Facebook, at Stro the Maestro, uh, which uh, tomorrow night, my horror sci-fi show, The Stro Zone, will resume at midnight Eastern Standard Time. And tomorrow night's feature will be War of the Satellites. So please tune in for that tomorrow night on my Facebook page. Uh, Twitter, at Sign Stro, Instagram, at Stro Maestro. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, guys. YouTube.com slash Stro Maestro. Uh, I'd like to make a donation to yours truly. Buy me a cup of coffee, tips, gifts, etc. And thank you for those who have already donated. Much appreciated. But if you'd like to donate to moi, send them my PayPal. PayPal.me, M is a Mary, easy, slash Papa Stro. That's PayPal.me slash Papa Stro. And thank you in advance for your support. I'm taking bookings, guys, for, uh, if you'd like to cast me for your television or film project and commercial endorsements, Comic-Cons, conventions, seminars, um, wrestling event, commentary, voiceover, radio, charities, autograph signing, speaking engagements, what have you. I do a lot these days. So if you'd like to book yours truly for your event, hit me up, stroforya at yahoo.com. Let's talk business. And also, if you'd like to be a special guest on a future episode of WCW Retro, hit me up as well, WCWRetro at Yahoo.com. It gives you some exposure on the show. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, as far as film news goes, uh, the, the Double Starter Hulk Story, you can check out for free on YouTube.com and AmazonFireTV.com. Um, Strohs. Sinister Cinema, which you can look up on Facebook, uh, is coming out soon. Uh, I'll be making a, special, a couple of Comic-Con appearances. Uh, uh, first will be August 7th 
in Charlotte Comic Con at the Embassy Suites Hotel in Concord, North Carolina. Um, Stroh Center Cinema will be, uh, they're projecting for its premiere around uh, Halloween, so uh, please stay tuned for that. Uh, also, uh, Stench of Iniquities, starring yours truly as the ancient vampire, Abba, is playing for free. You can watch for free at vimeo.com slash turnerverse. That's V-I-M-E-O dot com slash turnerverse, just like it sounds. You can watch it for free. And I, I'm working on uh, i got a spy series coming out soon called Hybrid later on this year. Be looking out for that. And I'm working on some more film projects, and I'll keep you guys informed of that as well. Uh, Saturday, this Saturday, I'll be making a special appearance at the Christmas in July event at uh, JC's Craven County JC's Fairgrounds in Newburn, North Carolina this Saturday. It'll be going on Saturday and Sunday this weekend. But uh, Saturday, if uh, you see your truly Papa Stroh, come beside say hello. It should be a good time, Christmas in July at the Fairgrounds. Uh, the Craven County JC's Fairgrounds in Newburgh, North Carolina, this Saturday and Sunday. Uh, but yeah, yeah, lots, lots going on. Uh, lots, lots happening. Um, coming up uh, July 29th, I'll be at the North Carolina Film Festival at the North, Newburn Civic Theater in Newburgh, North Carolina. Actually, that's the, excuse me, July 30th during today. And that night, I'm going to be wrestling, making my wrestling uh, return. Uh, to WCEW, World Class Extreme Wrestling, at the National Guard Army in Rockingham, North Carolina. For more information, go to World Class Extreme Wrestling on Facebook. And for the North Carolina Film Festival, go to ncfilmfestival.com for more info as well. And I see the callers are lined up. Stick with us, callers, because we'll be taking our first commercial break. And when we come back, we'll be talking Brett the Hitman Hart, plus so much more right here on WCB Retro, so stay with us. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern and In the Room. Featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro, both shows take callers live during the show. And recent guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Dangerous Danny Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Paul Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, 
and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali, to let you know you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Welcome back to WCB Retro, everyone. Papa Stro here, and tonight's the Brett the Hitman Hart Night. So if you'd like to share your favorite Bret Hart moment and story, uh, moment, rather, call in any time at 914-338-1885. Once again, the number is 914-338-1885. And before we get to the callers, uh, just a moment, I'll uh, give you a, little, a, a bit of a rundown on the Hitman himself. Uh, Brett the Hitman Hart uh, was born July 2nd, 1957, Canadian-American retired professional wrestler, currently currently signed to a WWE under a legend contract, uh, the member of the Hart, found, uh, Hart Wrestling family and second-generation wrestler. He's a, he also has an amateur wrestling background, and he wrestled at Ernest Manning High School and Mount Royal College. I'm, a major international draw within professional wrestling. He has been credited for changing the reception of mainstream North American professional wrestling from the early early 1990s by bringing the technical in-ring performance to the forefront. Hart is widely regarded as one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time. Uh, Sky Sports noted that his legacy is that of one, if not the greatest, to have ever graced squared circle. He was he was the face of the World Wrestling Federation during the New Generation era and the early Attitude era. And for the majority of his career, Hart used the nickname The Hitman. And what a storied career he has had over the years. Uh, uh, highs and lows, controversy, 
to Triumph. Uh, an amazing body of work uh, left for the hymn heart as left with us. And with that, let's uh, let's talk about it. For the hymn heart tonight, man. Let's uh, get to our first caller, uh, 903 Area Code. Welcome to WCW Retro. Um, how you doing, Stro? Hey, Dustin. Welcome back. How you doing? Doing great. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, tonight's uh, Brett the Hitman Hart Night. Uh, I'm sure you got some cool Brett Hart stories you'd like to share or moments. Um, well, there's one thing I wanted to mention before we start before, before we start talking about Brett Hart. I just want to mention last night that that tag team main event at AEW. Oh my God, that was the best tag match I've seen in forever. Yeah, it was pretty solid. It was really good. Man, and congratulations, I, by the way, to Swerve and um, Keith Lee, new tag team champs. Um, did you notice at the end of that match, uh, Sturve, Sturve, Strickland tra- almost turned like, like he's going to turn heel on Keith Lee? Yes, yes, at one point, yeah. Um, I, I did notice that. But, you know, I'm, I'm yeah, glad they were able to keep it together. Yes, uh, I'm finally glad they're doing something with Keith Lee, doing something right. Like, honestly, he should have won the TNT Championship months ago. Well, I'm, I'm happy they're champs now. Uh, and I, I think they're going to be really solid champs. I, they, they're a pretty good team. Oh, well, so here's the thing. I was shocked to see, shocked to see the Young Bucks lose. They only won the title. They're only champions a couple weeks. Yeah, it, it shows you how, how stiff the competition is during AEW for his tag team wrestling goes. And, uh, you know, and it's going to be tough to, for Swerve and uh, Keith to hang on to the titles. Look, look at the tag roster they got there now. It's unbelievable. Well, including the new team of Christian and Luchasaurus, which and that's, been, that's been weird. And with, with uh, Jungle Boy being out, him coming back soon, and uh, that's just going to be a really, really interesting situation. Yeah, exciting days ahead. I think for AEW, and so I mean, but you know, um, it's great, like you said, to have new tag team champs. Well, here's Congrats. the thing with with the, with that all up pay-per-view being in September in Chicago, I wouldn't be surprised if somehow CM Punk shows up. Well, it'd be great to see uh, an update to see how you know if he's healed up or he's you know how far he's progressed or close to being healed up. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. He show, he shows up and be like, "Hey, I've been medically cleared. I'm ready to go. Let's have this unification match right here, right now." Oh well, I mean that's the talk of everybody right now is uh, Punk and Moxley. You know, to determine who is the true uh, world just, champion. AEW. That throw so there's something weird about that. Two faces facing off. Someone in that match is going to turn heel to to win both belts. I think Punk's gonna gonna turn and and walk out with both titles. Well, we'll see. And, and you know, you got Boxley with the Blackpool Combat Club too. On top of that, so that you know, you got to factor oh, that yes. in. Speaking of that, uh, that, that um, uh, Claudio Castagnoli, he's facing uh, um, jo- Jonathan Gresham for the for the Ring of Honor World Title on, on July twenty third. Oh, that's gonna be a great one. That that shit must be a great card. I think I think Claudia's going to win the belt here. I think that's what's going to happen because he he just he, like he's on a winning streak right now. I don't think he's going to take a loss right now. He would be a great champion for ROH. I, I think Claudio. Oh man, the Blackpool, yeah. uh, 
the Black Hole Club, man, I'm telling you, they would be unstoppable. Like, like they already got, they already got the Ring of Honor TV title. If they add the, I mean, the Pure title, if they add the the, eight, uh, the Ring of Honor World title, man, they're gonna be unstoppable. Yeah. So I mean, that, that seems to be an interesting card. You got uh, Jay Lethal and uh, Samoa Joe too, I think. Oh my well. God, uh, I can't, I can't wait to watch that match. Uh, I've been waiting for years to see this match again. So yeah, it seemed a pretty, pretty nice show. I can't wait to watch it myself. Should be. FTR versus versus the versus the Briscoes. That's gonna be another match, another banger match. Oh, absolutely. Oh, if it's anything, the last one. Oh my gosh. Honestly, Stro, I I think FTR should have been in the tag team title match last night. I was really surprised they ain't. I mean, gosh, I mean, got they got so much gold right now. Unbelievable. Just. I think to top it all off is them winning the the, the AEW tag titles. Like honestly, that that should have happened last night. But but honestly, I'm glad Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee finally finally won titles in AEW. Yes, yes. Uh, it you know new, new blood in the mix. You know, and, and it's and, you know new team, new blood, and new challenges. So I mean, I'm I'm all about it. Oh 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 yeah, man. Uh, Britt Baker being back in the being back in the title conversation, man. That's going to be interesting with her and Thunder Rosa down the road at some at some point. Uh, Britt Baker's going to win the belt back somehow. Oh, those two have had some banger matches, and oh gosh, I can't wait for them to lock up again. I think it's going to be another steel cage match. I think that's how how this feud ends. It'll be it'll be no like a match with no rules. Like the only way like like they have to beat each other up. But it'd be a steel cage match, kind of like kind of like the uh, the match that they had a few weeks ago with the men's match. I think they should have a match like that, and the winner wins by knockout or something like. That's how the feud's going to end. And you know, and you know, Britt Baker could very well be a two-time women's champion in the future, no doubt. So anything's possible. The first ever two, the, the first time two, uh, first time, the first ever two-time women's champion. Like uh, she'll be the first woman to hold the title twice. Yeah, I definitely want to uh, see that match again when it happens. Oh, Adam Cole. Like him being out, that's really hurting uh, AEW. And Dana Bryan, another one. Jungle Boy being out. Like, uh, there's a lot of big names out. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 that really hindered, I felt, the uh, Forbidden Door uh, pay-per-view as well. With everybody yeah, he got, like hurt, he got hurt in, 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 that, in that title match with Jay White. Uh, I forgot who else was in that match. Yeah, yeah, and the speedy recovery for all those all those guys to get well and get back in the ring. I, I know what I'm like. And the stuff with Jericho and Eddie Kingston, man, that stuff is brilliant. Their promos are brilliant. Yeah, next week, don't they have like a barbed wire match? Or some sort. Yeah, ball bar, ball bar, anywhere match. That's and with the with the with the Jericho Appreciation Society hung above the ring of shark cage. Oh, that's that should be wild. <laughs> uh, Jericho's gonna win that one. It's obvious. Yeah, uh, that's that's one to look forward to for sure for next week. Yeah, and that's that should be a shark week, week, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, would it be a shark? Yep, Shark Week. Oh, yep, uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Part two of uh, Fighter Fest. Yeah. Um, are you looking forward to watching all the shark programs uh, next week? Oh yeah, absolutely. And maybe a few Sharknado movies on top of the boot. <laughs> I liked the one where Seth Rollins was on there briefly. 
Yeah. I love the little cameos they got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, Mark. Uh, oh, yeah, oh, let me get back on topic. Uh, my favorite Bret Hart thing was the one where he had the match with Shawn Michaels. Uh, WrestleMania? Yes. Oh, what a match that was. Was that the one they almost went an hour, right? Well, they went an hour, and then they went overtime, I think. That's yeah, Sean that's the one the where Sean hit the, super, Sean hit the super kick and pinned Bret Hart 1-2-3 to win the title. Oh, that match was amazing. Wow. So yes. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I always go back to that match. Uh, all, it, 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 it's always a uh, part of history. you got to go back and watch it. A lot of younger people are just now getting around to watching that match. It's just, it's just strange. It's just, just it's crazy how how people my age are just now starting to watch stuff like these big huge matches that were in the past. You know, they didn't see eye to eye, but man, they whenever they were in the ring together, they had some awesome matches. Yes. Amazing. Another uh, one was the one where. Okay, go ahead. Uh, another one was the one where he fought his brother. Uh, Owen, yeah, him and Owen Hart. Was that the steel cage? Uh, I think it was for the the IC title. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I remember that one now. Yeah, yeah, that that was a great one. Him and Owen, man. Owen, his brother was amazing, too. Owen Hart. Oh, my God. uh, Yeah, that's the one where he won the title. Right, right, right. Uh, and, And another... They had some classics too, as well. Oh my gosh! And the Steve Austin versus Bret Hart match from WrestleMania, where the one where Steve Austin passes out. Yeah, the, was it the I Quit match they had, or the submission match? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, and Ken Shamrock was the referee. Yeah, that was a classic. That pretty much put Steve Austin on the map. That match there. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, he went on a he was on a terror after that one. Like he 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 went ran through the roster. Yeah, so uh, that match was pretty historic right there. Uh, we'll be joining Mr. Hollywood. Mr. Hollywood, welcome back, man. How you doing, brother? How you doing, Officer Maestro? Great, great, man. Uh, tonight's a special night, man. We're, we're talking Brett the Hitman Hart. I'm sure you got some oh, yeah, cool Brett Hart stories like to share. Definitely. Uh, hello to all my friends on the line. Hope everybody's doing okay. Great. We got right, Dustin well, on the line. Who's that? With us. We got Dustin How you on doing, the line bro? here with us. How you I'm doing, doing bro? Good. How you doing? good, 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 good. Good to hear from you. Uh-huh. Good to hear from you. Uh, yeah, I want to talk about some moments of Bret Hart. I'm going to tell you, he's a, Bret Hart is truly a legend. I mean, um, Bret Hart, um, WWF champion, man. Um, I mean, one of my great, greatest moments, now this is like during the era of WCW and uh, NWO, you know, uh, when, um, uh, yeah, Bret Hart, the Hart Foundation, yeah, I think you had Brian Tillman, right? Uh, the British mm-hmm. Bulldog, that, they, 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 they had organized some kind of coalition together. Uh, yeah. During the era of WCW and NWO, remember that? Yeah, man, what, what yeah. an awesome, awesome group that was. Yeah, I love I love that group. I really truly love that group. I mean, that that that, that group was incredible. I, I, and I mean, I'm just basing my opinion on that. I think the reason why Vince Man did that because they're trying to compete with WCW and NWO. You mean? In my opinion, right. you mean? I think I think that I think that fashion of Bret Hart. I think they was like a fashion of, of the NWO. You mean? 
in WWF. Yeah, yeah, that was right in the midst of the Monday Night Wars. Right in hot yeah, heavy exactly. in the midst of the Monday Night Wars, yeah. Exactly, so. But, I mean, the, the thing about it is just, the thing that amazes me even with that, yeah, the, the history that was still rated the number, that was still number one in ratings so, during that era, but. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's just, my show. That that's just incredible, incredible to me. That's really incredible to me. But yeah. So, talking about breakfast. Oh yeah. No, go, yo, go, keep going. <laughs> but that was that was really incredible to me. But with that being said, going back to Bret Hart, I mean that I love that that foundation. And and the thing, another moment, that really, um, it really, I, I I'm trying to wrap my head around this, and I see it can't be it happens. That Vince Man screwed Bret Hart out of that WWF title to me against Shawn Michaels to me. That was so oh, dirty man. to me. That was so man, what, dirty. What, I couldn't what, believe it. That was big controversy knew, back then, man. Oh, I knew God. Vince Man. I knew. I knew Vince Man. I knew he. I knew he was a villain, but he proved that night he was truly a villain. And I remember watching that match. Bret Hart he spit on Vince McMahon. <laughs> yeah, the Montreal screw job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like what? I mean, why not? Why, 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 Vince Man? Why you couldn't let Bret Hart retire? I understand his contract. His contract was up with WWF. I mean, is that correct? His contract was up. Is that right, Professor Myself? Yeah, and you know, and this was you know right after the Hulk Hogan era. You know, Bret Hart pretty much stepped to the plate, and he was the go-to guy for a while. Yeah, he was. You know, before he was before Shawn Michaels got to be the man then. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think, I, well, I, I, hearing his video, he just, you know, he wanted to retire with, the, you know, he just wanted to retire as a champion. I mean, mm-hmm. they could, they could. I mean, I don't see the, I don't see the problem with why this man, why he just let the man, you know, beat Shawn Michaels, you know, because Shawn Michaels gonna be the next guy anyway. I mean, so yeah, but, but for Vince to do that, screw Brahma, that was that was just totally wrong. But you know what? Yeah. One one day I find out. Sometimes in bad things, sometimes in bad things, sometimes good things come out. You know, and you know what good came out of that? <clears throat> it was Bret Hart being screwed. Mm-hmm. He was able to come to WCW, bring that fire to WCW, and he became the WCW champion later. Yeah. Yeah, and he was uh, the leader of the NWO at one point. Exactly. Yeah. So, it, so it was, it was it actually that was you know that so Vince as far as, as far as I'm concerned, Vince man he did um, Bret Hart a favor. And we got to see a dream match of sorts when he came to WCW when he took on Hulk Hogan. Exactly. Which is a match I've wanted to see you know at the time for a long time with was Bret and Hogan one on one. Right. Exactly. So yeah, that, that was yeah. I mean Bret Hart that was just Bret Hart. I mean he he was truly a legend. Truly amazing, bro. I love, I love his, I love his style of, of wrestling. I mean, just, his wrestling techniques were just incredible. He, he, he oh, also yeah. did a sharpshooter. He did a sharpshooter like Sting, right? Yeah. You know, at, one, at one point, him and Sting were the, the two guys using the sharpshooter. Yeah, which exactly. Sting called his the Scorpion Deathlock. You're right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then, so, like, I mean, then you know, when Bret Hart, Bret Hart came to WCW, then Bret and Sting got to wrestle each other, which was kind of cool. Yeah, that was. That was. 
So, I mean, you look at, there's no question that Bret Hart, he left a true legacy because, like I said, he's not only the WWF champion, but he was also the WCW champion, man. So that's mm-hmm. a very, that's a very big, that's a very big deal. Very big deal oh. with, with his oh, legacy. Absolutely. Yeah, not not many people could say they, they were the top person of uh, both big companies like that, you know, but Brett, you know, Brett was one of the few. <laughs> You're right. He was, like you said, he was one of the few. Like I said, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people can't say, like I said. I mean, to be the champion of both, you know, both, I mean, that, that, that says a lot. Yeah, I mean, you know, Brett's been all over the place, even like a media appearances. I remember, uh, you remember when he was on Mad TV? And he was um, in the, the 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 court scene where uh, the guy, uh, the ball headed guy, he he beat him up with a chair. Uh, Will Sasso. Wow. <laughs> oh, you got to see me. I didn't know that. You got to see me that one. You too. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. That. Oh, it was hilarious. Oh my gosh. He put it. He put him in the sharpshooter in the courtroom. <laughs> For real? Wow. Yeah. Oh, so funny. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. You have to send me that because I like to see that. That's that's crazy. But Bret Hart, he was um, yeah, yeah. And then you know, one time Bret Hart, he, was, he aligned himself with Hogan too for a while. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He, yeah. He, yeah, he did. Yeah, and for it was because, uh, um, matter of fact, he, you know, in a roundabout way, he helped Hulk Hogan win the WWE Championship from Yokozuna. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, when uh, actually it was originally the match was originally Brett defending against Yoko, and then um, afterwards, uh, you know, Brett paved the way for Hogan to come in and uh, defeat Yoko. Wow! I mean, right was that after. when they had that ring out? Yeah. When they had that was that in WWF? Yeah, that's during or, one of the WrestleManias, I think. That's when. That's when it was outside, right? And yeah, Lo- uh, Las Vegas. He, he, yeah, he sprayed something in Bret Hart's eyes or something, or was it something like that? Yeah, yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Okay, I saw that. I saw that. And then Hogan came in, and yeah, he beat him. Wow. And he actually, and Bret actually put Yokozuna in the sharpshooter, which was amazing. I didn't think that that was even possible. As big wow. as Yoko was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was big. He was definitely big. Yeah, he was definitely big. He was, uh, yeah, he was one big customer for sure. Yeah, and and, and you know, customer. speaking of uh, you know the Hart Foundation, I, um, Bret Hart and uh, David Boy Smith of the British Bulldogs, you know, they had some good matches against each other too. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, one particular I remember one was were there in Wembley Stadium there in the UK, but they were mm-hmm. in the main event. Brett and David Boy there. I mean, that was amazing. Because, you know, David Boy, he's like a beast, man. He's like so strong. Yeah, he was a beast. I'm, yeah, I remember him. Yeah, I remember he was a beast. I mean, I, I, I actually love the tag team of Heart Foundation. I actually love it. Like the Anvil. I mean, I love, oh, I love his, his, heart. His, yeah. his energy, man. I love his energy. Oh, yeah, one, one of the best teams ever, world. yeah. Yeah, they were world tag team champions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were they one of the best going at one point. Um, yeah. I know if you remember years ago when they had that Survivor Series, and they, uh-huh. and and 
there was one year they had it was like all the greatest teams you could think of in one match. I mean, they had the Hart Foundation, wow. they had the British Bulldogs, they had Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, the Rockers. Wow! It's like all these teams in one match. Man, it was amazing. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. I, I just, Anderson, uh huh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, uh, yeah, yo, go ahead. Yeah, R. Anderson and Tilly, they were the brain busters, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bobby Heenan was managing it at the time. Yeah, yeah, the brain busters. Okay, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they had powers of pain, like Barbarian oh, and yeah. Warlord. They had, like, all those oh, teams, man. It was amazing. Yeah, they. Were, I, I like them too. They were, man. They were, they were, man. They were. Oh man, it was no joke. Yeah, Bobby they had them Demoli- demolition. Oh, yeah, demolition. You name it. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, there was a lot of great changes in that era. Gosh, it, it was cool. Like you know, you mentioned earlier when he, Brett came to WCW, I, I I got to see some matches he had with Booker T. Well, that were really good. Brett Brett Hart and Booker T. They had some good matches together. They did. Yeah, I, I think this was back when this was back when I think Booker T was the United States champion. Oh, okay. Him and Brett had some good matches. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Brett. Yeah, Brett was definitely Brett was definitely the goat. Man, amazing. Goal. Yeah, he was. Because uh, you know, of of, of the W of the WWE people that that came from WWE to WCW. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think uh, it was like Rick Rude and Bret Hart were like the two guys that I, I was like, wow, you know. Yeah, you right. I, I was really cool, yeah. You know, you know Rick I, Rude, I just, well, um, I, mean, I, my, uh, my, I, remember, I remember Rick Rude before he went to WWF. Rick Rude was in uh, wrestling, NWA National Wrestling Alliance. Rick Rude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was, he was great. There, he, was there, he was there first. He was, he was there first, then he went to WWF, correct? Right, right. Yeah, he, yeah, he, uh, you know, Rick Root did well wherever he went, man. He was solid. Because I, I, I remember he made this thing in NWA, and that's, uh, NWA, I remember that. It was a clear as day. You know, you know, mm-hmm. you know then back then, the NWA, uh, uh, back then, I mean, you had the match right there, you had, I mean, it was really the, like, you know, the whole setup, you mean, with that area of the NWA? Uh, yeah, that. Right. You, you, you know what I'm talking about? But, I mean, it was, like, right. it was really up close. It was really up close in person. I mean, in that in that particular area. I mean, I mean, you, oh, really, yeah. like, you really like when they when the wrestlers come out. You really like saw the wrestlers. I mean, you really really saw them. I mean, really up close. I mean, the way mm-hmm. the way they had to set up, the way they had to set up at that at that time at NWA. Yeah. And you know, and Brett was another one that did well wherever he went. I mean, whether he stampede there in um, Canada or, or like yeah. Japan. I mean, all all over the world, man. Brett Brett was just as, as solid as they come. I mean, I remember, it, you know, the matches uh, like 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 for example, Brett Brett Hart and Dynamite Kid both got to uh, wow. wrestle Tiger Mask, Tiger Mask wow. of Japan, which was uh, both matches were amazing. Yeah, I didn't, you know, I, didn't so, know and, I didn't know Brett Hart wrestling in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. Brett, Brett was just—I mean, his style, man. I mean, he, he was say the perfect wrestling style. He he can wrestle just virtually anybody and have a good, great match. Yeah. 
Like you, you know, and uh, I know he had some nice things recently. Brett did to say about the Macho Man, Randy Savage. He really looked up to the Macho Man a lot too. Well, what was that? Um, now someone was asking about the Macho Man, and Brett really had some really nice things to say about the Macho Man and how much he looked up to wow. Macho Man, Randy Savage. And, wow. Yeah, they, wow. They, they were good friends. They were. I didn't know that. And I. And, and Brett was the kind of guy, man, he can be in, went there one night with uh, Bam Bam Bigelow and just mm-hmm. tear the house down, or, or, or the other night with, uh, you know, David Boy Smith or uh, Shawn Michaels and, and just mm-hmm. rock the house. I mean, I mean, he can have a virtually good – it was, you know, about like Ric Flair. I mean, he can have a good match with anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Flair had some good matches, Ric Flair. Yeah, Rick Flair, I mean, he's a incredible wrestler and also an entertainer. Yeah. I remember uh, the story. I remember the story Brett told about Macho Man, right? Where uh, mm-hmm. he 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 he, he uh, actually kicked him too hard, right? Wow. And uh, wow. and and then uh, after the match, he he went up to you know, Randy and. Apologize to the Macho Man, and Macho Man said, "Hey, it's cool, brother. That that was good for the business. That was great." So he, you know, what I mean, so yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Brett, Brett, Brett was like his wrestling style. I mean, there was like no wasted motion. You know what I mean? And you know, it's like a, it was not like watching Ricky Dragon Steamboat in the ring. I mean, it's such an art form the way Brett. Wrestle, you know what I mean? True. Yeah, I mean, he was, I mean, Bret Hart, he was very, I mean, I never, I mean, every match I've ever saw Bret Hart in, mean, it was never yeah. a boring match. I mean, it was never a boring match. I mean, he, he really, I mean, he really brought it to the ring in every time. Even, oh, he even did. Look at his, even, even look at his interviews, his promos, I mean, it was just, it was just total energy. I mean, you could just feel the, feel the, feel his energy. Even in, in the promos, I mean, the big, I mean, the interviews, I mean, I mean, he, oh, he, 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 had, he had a great, he had a great fan following, man. A lot of fans love Bret yeah. Hart, man. Yeah, I mean, he really brought, he really Bret Hart really brought he that energy. <laughs> yeah, right. Professional wrestling, yeah. Uh, he, 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 amazing, amazing career he's had, dude. Um, yeah, we're being joined. Would you be joined by uh, Steve? Uh, Steve, welcome back. WC Retro, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. Just if I can catch. Uh, how you doing? How you doing, Steve? How you, how you doing, bro? Yeah, we got we got Mr. Hollywood here. Doing, yeah, doing well. Slipping in, doing well. Yep. Yeah, it's Brett the Hitman Heart Night, man. Lot, lot sharing a lot of great memories. Uh, I know Steve. I know you got some really cool. Uh, some pretty cool uh, Bret Hart stories. Yeah, I actually met Bret Hart years ago. I'm not sure what year, but it was at a high school event, big time wrestling. Wow. It was, uh, it was pretty cool. I wish I could have uh, 
said more to him. I probably would have mentioned the Benoit match from those of you that thought that was a pretty good match. So oh, got him man. To, no, they, they had wow. some great matches. Him and Benoit? Yeah, they, oh. had the, uh, Owen, they had the Owen Hardy tribute match on uh, WCW shortly after. Amazing. Owen, Amazing. Yeah, did, yeah. did you get a picture on stage? Yeah, if I can find it, I'll share it. But yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Please do. Please do. I gotta yeah, share cool. real quick. I gotta Go share ahead. real quick a funny story of uh, Brett and moi with you guys. Uh, one time uh, at one of the nitros, afterwards, you know, I'm getting ready to pick, you know, get my bags together, you know, to head to the next town. And um, Brett and uh, Chris came over and you know, talking, and they saw me try, having difficulty trying to put my because I I tend to overpack. I got a bad habit from my grandma. Uh, but uh, they're, they're like uh, helping me put my stuff in my my bag, right? And wow. uh, finally, we all three of us were like, we're kicking the stuff in the bag to, so it'll fit. And uh, Hulk Hogan walks in, and he opens the door, and he sees this triple team in the bag, and he's, he's like, "Oh, I'll talk to you all guys later, brothers." <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Hogan's like he didn't know what was going on. He just saw a triple team in my bag, you know. That was hilarious, wow. man. Look at Hogan, look at Hogan's face and just kicking that bag, man. Too funny. Hogan, he for many expressions. Yeah, he didn't want to get tagged in. <laughs> but, but yeah, seeing Brett and Benoit live like that, man, was just amazing. Uh, well, man, such chem- good chemistry in the ring, man, with those two. Well, that's just better. Yeah, Brett I remember faced so many, He faced so many good talents, uh, Brett and Benoit, but um, there's so many dream matches left off the table, too, unfortunately, just due to time and injuries. But, like, um, would have liked to have seen Brett Regal and Brett Kurt Angle. Oh, can you imagine? Could have been a big one. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right, Steve. That is amazing. Yeah, you're so amazing. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, it would have been. I I would love to see Cesaro between Claudio and, you know, Bret Hart. That would have been amazing. Oh, for sure. I'd love to see Claudio or Brian Danielson versus Bret Hart, for sure. Yes. Yeah, that would, oh, that would have been something. Mm-hmm. Man. Uh, my, uh, yeah, my show, I'm to call it a night because I'll be close to my bedtime, but um, I enjoy talking right, talk to my show. And, it, and, it, oh, and it's also good in, to hear from you. Yes, and it's good to hear from you, Steve. It's always good to hear from you, Steve. Uh, I love yeah. uh, hearing your incredible stories of, you know, um, as well, I mean, I've heard some amazing stories from you as well, Steve. And I appreciate thanks, that, Hollywood. and I and, and I appreciate you, um, Papa Stewart, much as well. And um, oh, thank you. Know, oh yeah, yeah. Call me anytime, man. Always, always yes, love having you, brother. Much love. Yeah, man. I really enjoy. I really, I really enjoy. I, I'm glad you got this podcast set up, Maestro, because um, old school resume. I, I really know because I mean, I love professional. I mean, I like the old school. I mean, I like new school, but I just I love. Talking about professional wrestling, it's nothing like professional wrestling. It really, it really is. And you guys, oh, like yourself, like like yourself, Maestro and, and 
Hogan all you mean y'all y'all are the pathway to of um professional wrestling of today, you mean? You look at AEW and TNA, you mean and all these other you mean. It goes all the way back Keeping to it. WCW. Yeah. Yep. Keeping it alive, it bro. Like <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Y'all take care. I love you guys, man. Love, love you too, bro. brother. Y'all take care. Uh, right, you bye too. Bye. Thank you, brother. Thank you. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Awesome. Awesome. Alex is to Hollywood, everyone. Yeah, Steve. Oh, my God. You know, uh, to say there's so many great memories of Brett the Hitman Hart would be like an understatement. I mean, the high, even the low times, the controversial times are still uh, a must-talk-about topics. You know what I mean? Yes, for sure. Because um, the Brett's yeah. Brett involved a lot of wrestling history. Oh, yeah. I've seen him in two documentaries, like Wrestling with Shadows and Beyond the Mat, too, when he was in Terry, one of Terry Funk's retirement matches. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that that was really good. You know, that was a really good match. The footage they showed of that match was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, w- I wish we could have seen... We could have seen more of Brett and Terry do more in the ring. Cause right. Like, you know, man, so good. And uh, I saw some of his international matches in the past. Like, uh, he faced Tiger Mask 1 and 2, I believe. Uh, I was watching some of his nice. versus Diana Tiger Mask 1. Um, mm-hmm. He got... This is when Bret Hart was the cowboy, too. This is, like, younger Bret Hart. It's pretty cool seeing that. Before right, the hit right. Man, he was the cowboy. During um, the, the stampede days, yeah. Yeah, he was um, he was cowboy shortly in WWE, but before becoming excellence of execution and all that. But, um, yeah, it was cool seeing him versus uh, Tiger Mask 1. I'm not sure what date it was, but... Um, Sayama finished him where Tiger Mask 1 finished him with the Tiger Suplex but uh, pretty cool to see him versus the Tiger Mask 1 and 2 with the Masawa later on I believe go ahead you know years ago years ago when he had that match on Raw with Akushi I'm I'm thinking to myself my god why is this not on pay-per-view that match was amazing right oh yeah so amazing. And um, Brett was so good that he made uh, anybody look good. I think uh, there's a lot of talk about the Tom McGee match. Mm-hmm. Where, um, that, that became like a tape treating uh, hidden gem. And, 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 and Tom McGee, uh, man, he was an amazing wrestler. I remember watching him in world, an old championship wrestling for Florida days. And uh, God, man, and I'm thinking dude, this guy's so underrated. And then you know when he got in the ring with Brett, man, I mean Brett put him over like a champ. I, I think he looked very athletic, and I haven't seen a whole lot of Tom McGee, but like he just his look reminds me of Kenny Omega and his acrobatic. Yes, yes, so good. I was I was a big fan of his, but um. I had heard that Brett was a big part of making him look good uh, before when, you know, when Vince was looking at him. And, and, and Brett was, you know, he was, you know, he's one of those elite few 
uh, of wrestlers that he didn't matter. Didn't matter if how high you were on the card, and he would have you would get the best match out of it you possibly could. Like you know, I remember Flair and Terry Funk were talking about that too. Like they didn't believe in enhancement talent or anything like that because they, you know, whoever they were in the ring with, they were you know they were just brought in the business to make the best match you can with anybody they put you with, and you know Brett was a lot. You know, alongside one of those type of wrestlers, you know. Another, um, yeah, that's that's true. Another dream match uh, that didn't happen surprisingly was uh, Bret Hart Chris Jericho. That's a big what up in WCW. Oh gosh, yes, I, that that baffles me. Besides, that really does. Besides Jericho Owen, but like Jericho Brett too. You know? I really thought. Uh, the night that, like, remember when the, I think when uh, WCW went to Canada, and uh, I think that was the night that Brett had the uh, the chest plate where Goldberg speared him, but knocked himself out because right. Brett had the chest plate. I think Jericho was on that card that same night where he was cut the promo about you know. And he was getting the baby face pops, but at the end he said, well, thank God I live in the U.S. because Canada sucks. <laughs> I, I, I thought right then and there, God, this has, been per- this has been the perfect opportunity for Jericho and Brett to start a feud, right? I mean, that would have been huge. Right. But in, for some reason it never transpired. But, God, can you imagine? Yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> but um so oh, and um Undertaker when he was asked Undertaker when he was asked in an interview who's his toughest opponent, he obviously mentioned McCrawley, but he also mentioned Bret Hart as well, which was pretty cool. Oh. They had some good matches too, Taker and Brett. Yeah, SummerSlam ninety seven was was a big part of Undertaker's uh yeah, his his match history as well. It's in the same night. Oh yeah, and Shawn Michaels can take with the chair. Mhm. Yeah, um, they had some great great matches. And you know, um, we talked about uh, you know, the sharpshooter and all that. You know, and his history of using the sharpshooter. Uh, one move that he he pretty much. In his arsenal, he pretty much affected. I don't think that really gets talked about enough. Is the figure four in the corner, in in the post. Oh, exactly. Perfected for a while. Yeah. That was pretty innovative for the time. Yeah. Mhm. Oh yeah. And, and no matter if you know any any uh, any of his arsenal, I mean, I mean, it was just like there was no wasted motion. I mean. It was pretty much, you could tell he pretty much perfected each and every move before he executed it. Hence the name, Excellence of Execution, right? <laughs> like, that was a shoot with them. Right. Great, great, great yeah, stuff. Another dream match I would have liked to have seen him in would be uh, Zack Saber Jr. Oh, that'd be great. Tentacle wrestlers, yeah. I think that would have been interesting, given the whole uh, right. Brit- 
the whole Canada UK uh, history, and then the um, Brett's you know legendary matches of British Bulldog and Dynamite. Mm-hmm. God, can, can you imagine Bret Hart and AJ Styles? Maybe. Yeah, that would have been amazing. Yeah, I would love to see that. AJ is kind of like a, a good mix of Sean and Brett. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, we mentioned earlier on, on the podcast that, you know, even though uh, you know they had their differences, every time... Brett would step in the ring with Sean. I mean, they would create magic in the ring. I mean, their matches were just stellar. Yeah, even even their last match, the end in controversy, the screwjob match, that even was pretty good up to the finish. I remember hearing uh, Kevin Sullivan talk about their match uh, that goes with a SummerSlam for the Intercontinental Championship at the time. Mm-hmm. Kevin was like that's like one of the best matches he's seen in years with uh, Sean and uh, Brett and such great chemistry they had yeah and another another guy that had great matches with Brett him and Hart was uh, Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning man yeah that was one of his big singles matches post tag team wrestling matches I believe God, you, you're talking about uh, storytelling one-on-one with those two. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. And, you know, a, a match that don't get talked about enough, I think, was like, this is like Bret Hart's early days when uh, he got to, you know, wrestle Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Oh, they nice. had some really good matches. They had some really good matches. Yeah, I gotta go back and find those. I'm sure they were. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. If you get a chance to check them out, they were really good. Was that in a WWF or WCW? Uh, WWF, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. This was back when Brett was still, you know, basically with the Heart Foundation. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, that man. I, I mean, you talk about like hidden treasures, heart and steamboat, man. Yeah. Oh my god, hidden gems, yeah. Unbelievable, unbelievable, and 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 Brett was so good. I mean, he was like this stuff was just so sharp and crisp. Yeah, even when he's not doing technical wrestling, like his. Uh, WrestleMania 13 match with Steve Austin really made Steve Austin a, a superstar. Oh gosh, yes. Oh man, that pretty match when they did the double the turn. Yeah. yeah. Stole the show, man. And oh god, and, and, and you know Brett when he was a heel, he, oh, he was fantastic. I thought. I thought he was fantastic heel. Yes, he was a good babyface, but he was a he was a great heel. Amazing. 
and we talked about this earlier click you know with with the uh the Hart Foundation group with you know with uh, Brian Pillman uh Owen Hart David Boy Smith and uh Damble Jim Nighthart man what a group that was I see are you still with us yeah sorry I'm working um Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So make sure you sit with us, man. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. Great stuff, man. Yeah. And, and I, I don't think his WCW work gets talked about enough. Yeah, what would you say is his best WCW match? Just curious. Besides the Benoit match. Oh, gosh. I know the matches he had with Booker T were really good. Okay. And uh, I think he had a match with Fit Finley, if I'm not mistaken, that was really good. Ooh, I'm going to go back and find that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I, he was in the tag match, a dream tag match at one time. I think it was him and Hogan tagging against Sting and Ultimate Warrior, I think. Wow. I'll have to look back. But, uh, yeah, uh, you're talking about dream matches. I just wish the match he had with Hulk Hogan, which is another dream match, you know, that we didn't really get to see in WWE or, or, or slash WWF. I just wish that it was more of a pay-per-view. You know what I mean? They really could have built it up to a nice pay-per-view match. Yeah. And it, it was Bret Hart was actually the the enforcer for the match where Sting won the uh, WCW title from Hulk Hogan at the Starcade. Well, that's cool. Yeah. They, they had a controversial count or whatever. Right. But, that's true. Yeah, yeah. He played a that 97 match finish here. Mm-hmm. The fast count, yeah. Right. So he's Brett's been involved in a lot of historical moments through the years. Actually, um, I did have a story. That, okay. Um, about him and the Hebners. I was at a Virginia show. It was, I think it was the same event I met Brett at, and uh, mm-hmm. Earl and Dave were there because they're from Virginia, and. Uh, Brett had never buried the hatchet with Earl publicly, so they did a segment together, like a promo, like an interview. And, uh, oh, nice. Jim, Jim, Nightheart couldn't make it, but, was, but Brett was basically. Brett was basically, like, oh. uh, there to, the, you know, put the history behind them and kind of like have a feel-good moment from the from the local audience. It's pretty cool. Oh, that's so cool. I bet that was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet that was. Wow. It's, it's literally seen history right in front of your eyes there, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, I remember when it happened, like, um, I remember seeing it posted around, like, pictures, and then um, obviously seeing it again after Dave that passed recently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man. 
That, that's awesome. I think Matt Hardy was there too, filming it. It was like pretty cool. Oh, cool. Oh, right yeah. on. Oh, that's so cool. God, yeah, yeah. What a oh, man. But yeah, yeah, Brett. You know, I mean, in my my interaction with Brett, you know, what I mean, I mean, he was always pretty much a stand-up guy. Right. Yeah. And uh, you know, he was a, he was a pretty good artist too. Yeah, but that's the that's the funny thing. Him and Jerry Lawler are like two of the best of all time, and they're both great artists. I think. Oh Chris yeah, a cartoonist. Yeah. Right, it, um, I I think he used to do the funnies for the Calgary newspaper at one point. Real hard did. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know he had the the hockey team named after you know the Hitmen, right? <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was pr- pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I, you know, I hope, um, you know, I mean, is in involvement somehow in 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 roundabout way with AEW. I hope AEW could do something really cool, you know, or you know, kind of like what they did with Owen with the tournament and everything. Foundation. I think, it, I think it's um, going to be hard for them now that Brett's with WWE, but I'm sure if yeah. Brett wasn't. With those, uh, I'm sure they would do something similar, and I'm really glad that they're able to do the Owen Hart Foundation tournament. Oh yeah, and I think I think Brett was um, definitely uh, glad they were able to honor him that way. Did you Did you hear the story Brett told? Uh, it was a uh, one of the funny Owen Hart rib stories where. He gets a call from this guy, and, and he he's, he's ordering a pizza, and um, and he's trying to order toppings, and the guy's giving him a hard time about toppings, right? And he keeps asking him, let's see, round up these silly roundabout questions about the toppings on this pizza, and it turns out he was talking <laughs> to Owen, you know, Owen was messing with him. You know. <laughs> I could see that. It's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, I think Owen would uh, call us Stu or mess with Stu that way too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, great stuff. <laughs> but. Oh, yeah, maybe no. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Obviously, uh, Brett's matches with Owen are great, too. The cage match, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love their cage match. It was amazing. So, so amazing. Some good storytelling there. Oh, no doubt. And and at the time, it was like a dream match. You know, brother versus brother. I, I thought it was cool that um, Ken Shamrock was involved in the uh, as the referee for the Austin Bret Hart match, but also uh, 
it's funny when the MMA guys are there, they're kind of doing stuff with Owen. They're mm-hmm. like, um, they had like a dungeon match, I believe. Yeah, it was like the octagon. They had the cage. Well, that was that was the lion's den, but they also had like the a, lion's a, a den. Dungeon. Yeah, the lion's den. Yeah, they had a right. Yeah, they had a dungeon uh, basement um, match too. It's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Owen and Owen and Ken, and that was funny. yeah. Seeing Owen knock him out with a weight and then acting like he tapped out when Dan Severn gets up was funny. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. You know, I, um, what would have been really cool, I really think, I really think that, uh, Brett could have had a good match with, uh, Roman Reigns currently, right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Him and Roman would have had some good matches, I think. Yeah, I think him and Roman, but obviously, um, I'd like to have seen him versus, uh, CM Punk, given that they both consider themselves the best. Oh, that, that would have been good. Yeah, for sure. It's a shame when they were doing promos in the ring that you know, Brett wasn't in the, in this prime. Because can you imagine Brett in his prime and CM Punk going at it? Mm. Yeah, that was a, a great matchup. Oh, man, it's been awesome. I, I'd love to see that myself. Did uh, Brett ever wrestle uh, Macho Man in WCW? When you were there, I'm not sure, honestly. I I know they and they did some, probably did some matches in uh, WWF, WWE slash. Um, I think I think I recall seeing one of their matches in uh, WWE years years back, and I mean it was, oh god, it was great, man. It was like everything you could you could imagine it to be. And I know they they both had a lot of respect for each other. Yeah, both had a lot of respect for each other. And uh, I know, you know, I was talking earlier, you know, Brett had a lot of cool things to say about the Macho Man. Yeah, I'm sure those two could have a great match. And, you know, Randy, you know, he had, he had the same philosophy as, you know, Brett and some of the others we were talking about, where he would go out there and just make the best match with anybody they put him with. Great, great stuff. But if, if you get a chance to watch uh, some old uh, Bret Hart Macho Man matches, uh, man, oh, what a treat. <laughs> You know, I'm not sure. Maybe he did, but did he ever face Jake the Snake Roberts? Uh, probably. If he did, probably. Into probably. Yeah, yeah, more than likely. Yeah. Yeah, because I think like. Jake has uh, talked about him before. Apparently, they've had heat against each other, but I'm sure, like, if they had a program, it would have been. Interesting. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure you know, they were good. 
you know, with Brett and Jake, oh my God. I, um, like I said, I, I've seen uh, Brett work with like so many different styles and, and just, it's amazing. Brett, Brett was like one of the uh, few wrestlers that can kind of bring out the best in anyone, you know what I mean? Right. Like the matches he had with Bam Bam Bigelow were oh awesome, oh my god, so good. I'm sure, that was interesting there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Brett. I mean, whether it's tag or singles, man, Brett was just like you couldn't go wrong with Brett. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh... Brett and Jim, Jim Nighthair versus uh, Brian Danison and Claudio would be a, a dream tag match for sure. Oh, no doubt. Man. God, I, can you imagine if someone like Bret Hart, what he could do to a company like AEW and some stars? I mean, God, the, like the, the, you couldn't even scratch the surface with some of the dream matches you could have with that. It'd be amazing. Right. Maybe him and Phoenix, yeah. like some of the Lucha Brothers. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because that would have been like, oh. uh-huh. kind of like him and Tiger Mask. Go ahead. Right, right, right. Him and Phoenix. Um, I think him and Kyle O'Reilly would tear it up. Oh, for sure. And I think Kyle O'Reilly is Canadian, too, so that would be interesting, given oh, yeah. their origins. I mean, and, and, and so many dream opponents Brett could have great matches with. Oh, Adam Cole. Adam Cole reminds me of Shawn Michaels. Like, him and, and Adam Cole have been a great feud. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Also, um, FTR, they're huge Bret Hart fans, and they've done the Heart Attack Finisher before. God, can you imagine FTR and the Heart Foundation? Mm. Yeah, they've turned up. That would be amazing. But, you know, uh, we mentioned earlier that uh, that Survivor Series uh, years ago where they had, like, literally the best of the best tag teams in the industry of that time. You know, you had the Brain Busters, the Rockers, the Heart Foundation, Powers of Pain, Demolition. I mean, like the who's who of tag team wrestling back then. Oh, God. Right. God, can you what imagine... Were some like, of the other teams on that? Oh, what were some of the other teams at that time during that card? Uh, I think uh, they had um, uh, Conquistadors, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Jim Powers, and Paul Roma, I think. Uh, they had a tag team name, but I can't, I can't think of it to save my life. Power and Glory? Uh, Power and something like that. It was, if not similar to it. I think Power and Glory okay. was... Uh, 
Kirk uh, Hernandez, Hercules Hernandez, and him. Right, uh, right. Roma, I think. Right. Oh gosh, but it, it was like every, almost every team you could think of that were amazing oh, were wow. in that one Survivor Series, Survivor Series match. Yeah. I'm actually looking at. Um, I was looking up Tito Santana, Bret Hart, and the first match that came up was uh, Reno San Martino, Tito Santana, Jake Roberts. It's Hart Foundation, Honky Talk Man. 
it's, uh, it, it's uh, it shows called Click This, right, or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's it's a good show. It's um, it's interesting now, and this with so many guys having a platform to talk to share stories and like without having to put it in a book, you know, it's, it's, uh, I know we had shoot interviews for a long time, but it's pretty cool seeing Oliver in a co-host role like that. And then, um, but yeah, it was, it was great hearing stories about Hall. Hopefully, hopefully he'll cover some Bret Hart stuff, especially WCW Bret Hart. At some point later. Right, right. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That I look forward to that for sure. But it, it, it's it's kind of it's pretty wild because you know Brett, you know Brett, Sean had you know their ups and downs, right? But the rest of the clique, he seems to get along great with. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like him and Scott and Kev and X Pac and I mean Hunter, I mean they're always cool together. So yeah, man, it's it, it's a crazy industry. It really is. Like uh, I've the same here. I mean some. Some of the guys I get along with, right, and and some of the, the some people that didn't like me, but their friends like me. <laughs> and there's like it, there's some situations like uh, I'm I'm friends with both guys that don't like each other. <laughs> right. It's a great that that's it's a crazy industry, man. It's not. Yeah, because like uh, um, there's stories about Scott where he he's not always a pleasure to be around, but I, I've, my interaction here is pretty cool. And, um, Kevin said, like, he, if Scott saw, like, uh, any homeless around, he would, like, always give money, like, to whoever was in need. Yeah. It's pretty interesting hearing that. Oh, 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 Scott was a good dude, man. Scott was such a good a dude. A very and I got guy, along, yeah. I, I, you know, and the thing is, I got along with just about all the clicks. Myself, they always treated me good, right? And you know, Brett treat, treated me good, and so it's like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you know, they, and you know, I, you know, Kev will still say hello to me every now and then. He sees me at a place, and and, and Scott was always cool. And I, I think got the team with Scott for a bit, which was really cool. And you know, I, I bump into Pac every now and then, next Pac. Now and then, he, he's oh, always yeah. been great, and Hunter. Hunter's always been always been good to me too, right? I, I, I remember right. with, with Hunter, you know, we we did, you know, we were in WCW at the time, uh, along with Regal, and you know that's how you know we we met. So in the early days, so the Brit. I also like um, I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the MLW. They had a for a brief time. They had like a Heart Foundation kind of tribute group where they had a uh, Teddy Hart, David, uh, Harry Smith, David Boyd Smith Jr., and uh, 
uh, Brian Pillman Jr. I thought that was pretty cool when they were doing that. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Uh, I'd like to that see Harry good. Smith. I'd like to see Harry Smith on TV again. Like, I, I'm glad that he's having this match at Killer Cross on Ric Flair's last match uh, card for Starcast. Yes. I super, saw that. I saw I'm it. super looking forward to that. Yeah. That's ex- that's exciting. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to see Harry Smith and Lance Archer team up again, like the Killer Elite Squad, or I'd like to see Harry Smith versus Claudio in AEW. I think that'd be a great matchup. Oh God, can you imagine? Yeah, I, I want to see Harry Smith on the big stage, man. I really, really do. I still think he has a lot to offer. Oh yeah. I think he he was definitely a missed opportunity because I think he was signed with WWE and just didn't debut re- return. But like, um, yeah, I could see him. I could see him being a benefit for AEW, Impact, or whichever MLW, whichever organization. Oh, absolutely, man. And and to me, I mean, Harry Smith is like the complete package. You know what I mean? Great, great wrestler. Got the, he's got the power. He's got the look. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's got a lot of grappling knowledge, I believe. With uh, mm-hmm. it looks like he's, he looks like a nogi guy and a catch wrestler too. So I, I'm really anxious to see where uh, uh, Harry and uh, Cross pretty much ends up ends up in the future. Yeah. I thought Cross was going to be AEW bound, but I think he wanted Scarlett to come with him, but it wouldn't surprise me if he ends up there later on. And then I think they should definitely take a look at Harry Smith if they can. I know their roster's huge, but with injuries happening, I think it'd be a great opportunity for him to come in. And you know what? I, I don't rule it past WWE to bring Cross back. Yeah, I think they need stars. And I think you, know, you did hear about them changing the rating. You did oh, hear about yeah. them changing the rating, right? Yeah. So things are uh, starting I'm, to um, look a little different on the horizon. You know what I mean? I'm I'm very jaded and skeptical, but I'll definitely take a wait and see approach. And um, I think Raw has actually, I've heard, been better than SmackDown lately. So hopefully it benefits Raw because I don't care about swearing. Go ahead. Sure. I, I wonder if, if this has anything to do with the Triple H influence now because now he's getting more hands-on. Him, him and Stephanie have getting more of the hands-on with what's happening. I mean, what, what do you think? Sorry, repeat the question. I, I wonder if this is because Triple H has got a little bit more hands-on now, what's going on along with Stephanie. Oh, yeah. I think, I think um, it wouldn't surprise me if Triple H is Stephanie. Also, um, I'm sure they want to get their ratings up, but even though even though business is good, I'm sure they want to make their ratings better for when the next TV deal comes, for sure. 
So right. we'll see if it helps. I know AEW has kind of been TV 14 for a while, and sometimes I, the thing I'm looking for the most is just violent matches. With, like, it doesn't have to be every night, but like every other night. I think they should just let them go. And like, um, I think one of the big parts of them being, being PG was less blood. They've done it here and there, but um, I don't care about swearing and whatnot. I think it could be overdone, but like, um, I, I definitely, if they can have more, more heat, more uh, violent matches, like, like a bike full combat club, I like them because they kind of have that edge to them. More, more, more snug matches. I think that that'd be good. Make them give give the adults something that you know stick their teeth into. Right. Because I think that's I, the one I, thing USC. I think that's the one thing USC has over pro wrestling MMA is kind of like it's more. Not only a shoot, but like you kind of can let things slip. Like you know, you don't have to watch your language in the post-fight interviews as much unless you're on TV. You know, it's like if if WWE can just go to like a more reality-based. And I like the supernatural stuff, but like if they, if they can get to more reality-based stuff, like Sean and Brett, I think that would get them on the right track. And there's a couple of guys there, I think, that could really help out with the new edgier uh, approach. Um, Seth Rollins uh, comes to mind. Uh, Cody Rhodes mm-hmm. comes to mind. Uh, Dude, Owen, exactly. Uh, Kevin, like Owen. The, Kev, Kevin Owens, you know what I mean? The, the um, Rollins-Cody match was kind of brutal to watch, but that, they need more moments like that, because that made Cody even bigger right? Of a, of a fan favorite. And, you know, uh, yeah, I, I, those are some of the names that, that come to mind, I think, that could really help with the edge your audience. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, oh, yeah, I can't wait for Cody to come back. Oh yeah, I think um, I think him and Roman would be a good matchup, whether Cody wins or not. Mhm. Oh yeah. And I, I think you're going to end up seeing Riddle pretty much break out on the zone too, because I mean he's really uh, God, he's come a long way, man. Riddle has. You know, and it's funny because like they've been PG during the whole Bray White Randy Orton feud and it's like I guess they can they, I guess they can do the edgy stuff on the pay-per-views but like we saw like Bray White get burned alive <laughs> yeah well, I wonder I wonder what's the limit for when they go TV 14 <laughs> yeah and the in these videos you know I mean there's all these rumors going on is it Edge is Edge coming with Bray Wyatt etc I mean what do you make of all this Oh, I definitely see Edge coming back. Like, there's too many Easter eggs to ignore and the, to like right. see in the video. So, I'd like to see Bray Wyatt come back, but I'd also like to see him in a new place. Given that 
uh, he's super creative, and I think he could probably come up with something similar to the theme without going to the same character. Right. Right. And uh, well, you know, I, I like to see them put a little bit more heat on uh, Judgment Day, honestly. Yeah, I I didn't see Raw recently, but I heard Finn Balor had a good match at Rey Mysterio. So hopefully, hopefully yeah. it helps Finn Balor out the whole Judgment yeah. Day. Yeah, and I really hope they actually recruit Dominic. Honestly, what a twist that would be. Right, for sure. I think that's what they should have done with Rollins before when Rollins and and Buddy Murphy were uh, a group. Right. Well, I mean, we'll see. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Uh, this has been cool. Uh, Bret Hart night's been great, man. Um, Steve, uh, do you have any plugs you'd like to give out for the evening? Yeah, you can find me at Stellar Steven online and uh, definitely enjoy calling Retro, but also uh, co-hosting at Pro Wrestling Interviews on uh, ProWrestlingInterviews.com on Facebook and Blog Talk Radio. So uh, it's been fun. I'm glad I could catch uh, Retro tonight talk for a heart. Oh, man. It's been, been pretty awesome. And pretty sure to catch the archives of tonight's show, guys, uh, on VOCNation.com. Just look for WCW Retro and Brett the Hitman Hart. And uh, next week's discussion, we will be talking Ravishing Rick Rude, man, and his his storied career. So uh, bring your A game for some Rick Rude. For sure. Looking forward to that. But, uh, yeah, thank you, Steve. Thank you, everyone. Uh, Take care of yourselves and each other. Have a great day. Rest of the week and weekend. And pro wrestling interviews. Um, Steve, you guys got a guest this Sunday yet or no? Yeah, I believe we have a guest, but I'll, I'll definitely uh, announce it later on. And then um, Amazing Velvet's returning too, I believe, this weekend. So I'm looking forward to that as well. Awesome. Awesome. And that's this Sunday. Is it 7.30? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, 7.30. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. Definitely want to miss that for sure. But uh, thank you, guys. Uh, Take care. God bless. And uh, we'll see you next Thursday. Have a good one.